Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woken Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 289th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're asking the question, what is critical race theory about? So if that is something of interest for you, then this is the episode for you to listen to and replay and share. Now, before you continue on with uh, the uh, the main attraction, a couple of things to, to cover. Have you gone to WokenFree.com not just to listen to this episode, but to download it through the Podbean app? If you haven't done that already, please do that immediately, because if you get the app, then you can put in your comments. And this is really a a critical episode (laughs) for you to share your thoughts, uh, especially since if you're like us, you've seen people and and legislators and a lot of news around critical race theory. So lots to talk about, lots to share. We want to hear where you sit on the matter. Now, if you listen to podcasts on a device where you can't put another app on whatever that device is, that would be quite unfortunate, but no fret. You still can support Woken Free by going to WokenFree.com, going on the Listen tab, and then picking your platform of choice where you're going to listen to the show and subscribe to the show. So you can find us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, It's a Woken Free World, where most podcasts are listened to. You'll find Woken Free there. So lots of places to support us. Of course, on WokenFree.com, you can click to subscribe to follow the show through the Podbean app. And on social, you easily find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And if you have 30 seconds, which is more of a statement, less of a question, please go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you like to review the show. So we thank you in advance for those five-star review ratings. Yes, yes, yes. Kicking it to you. All right, I'll take it, and I'll take the five stars, too. Yes. But before we start the conversation, let's do what we usually do and share a little bit about ourselves. This week we're asking, would you rather get rid of pesticides or growth hormones in food? Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I would say... So if you get rid of pesticides, uh, then you're going to lose more crops to insect, uh, can insects eat or pests eating through the, the, the foods and stuff like that. But then the growth hormones, those are sometimes, or there's theories, I guess is what I would say. Nothing's matter of fact other than death, uh, that there is a link, potential links between growth hormones in our foods and, um, us humans having like feeling the impact of that. So whether that increases chances of cancer or, you know, any connection to uh, makes you seven feet tall. Exactly. How our own growth gets impacted. I would say, I think the growth hormones is something that would be kind of helpful to take out of our foods. That way we reduce chances of us having growth issues or having biological issues with us, within us as humans, because you are what you consume in every aspect of that phrase. So there you go. Wow. You could get rid of the growth hormones, but then how we become seven foot six kind of thing. So maybe we don't need to be seven foot six. <laughs> See, that's, that's a possibility. Yeah, you're taking that away. Yeah. All right. I mean, if I had to choose one of them, I would definitely choose the pesticides because mm. the pesticides, just think of it, that's meant to destroy 
like living organisms. Yeah. So you're putting that inside your body. It's not really good. The growth mm-hmm. hormones, at least as you're going the right way. I mean, you're, you're growing. You're trying to help have things like prosper, but. Pesticides is opposite. Yeah, it's trying to kill. But there and are it, some and pesticides. Are, but pesticides are really bad. That's yeah, why they even created organic. Organic doesn't but use pesticides. Course. But you have so to think a whole about of like with cancer, right? Cancer is uncontrolled cell growth. Yeah. So you have to wonder if if we continue to have foods with growth hormones. Con- growth hormones means it's accelerated growth. But you can cure and, cancer eventually, right? Compared to but pesticides, not all there's nothing. <laughs> right? The pesticides you're just putting toxic in your body. The growth hormones just yeah. You're yeah, just I mean, it's essentially put, it, the question's between a rock and a hard place. I mean, yeah. they're both really. I mean, hard I'll take stuff. the I take the growth hormone because if let's say it does, I mean, I don't Increased know if the, I don't know. There's a direct link to that. I know that, that sometimes I know there's postulation around that, right? It, because you think again, it's accelerated growth. It so. could, but I bet you if we did have growth hormones in food, there'd still be cancer today. Yes. Well, cancer is very See? easy to have, right? Because again, so I, I, like it's kind of like you could growth. get rid of that, but I don't, it's almost like you, may not, eradicate you might not see any, no, you might no, not no. even see a difference compared to the pesticides. I mean, you yeah. could see a reduction so, in health issues from that as well. I think you could yeah. see a reduction in health issues. And you're right, though, you will have, like, it's a lot more expensive to grow mm-hmm. organic crops or even crops not organic yeah. without the pesticides because. You're going to lose a lot of it to the pests. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's that's not even a theory. That is what it is. A reality. That's yeah. a reality. But the thing we're talking about is actually a theory. So <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? We're mm-hmm. going to postulate or discuss what is critical race theory all yes. about. All right. So... Uh, that's nice and sloppy as <laughs> No, I so, said theory, so there was as, a connection. According to the <laughs> NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund, Educational Fund, Inc., uh, they have defined the following. Critical race theory is fir- was first developed by legal scholars in the 1970s and 80s following the Civil Rights Movement. It was in part a response to the notion that society and institutions were colorblind. CRT, critical race theory, holds that racism was not and has never been eradicated from our laws, policies, or institutions, and is still woven into the fabric of their existence. Now, if you continue on uh, with the article, and you can find all of our links at wokenfree.com. CRT, or critical race theory, is an academic and legal framework that denotes Again, that systematic racism is a part of American society from an education to our housing to employment and healthcare. Essentially, every aspect of our American society, you can have embedded issues of systemic racism. And it recognizes that it's more than just the result of individual bias and prejudice, but it is baked into our laws, our policies, institutions that uphold and reproduce racial inequalities. And according to the theory, societal issues like Black Americans have higher mortality rates, outsized exposure uh, to police violence, uh, the school-to-prison pipeline, denial of affordable housing, and rates of death of Black women in childbirth are not unrelated anomalies, but essentially systematic or systemic of what this uh, critical race theory is all about. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing particularly shocking there, but but again, as black yeah. people, I think. <laughs> well, of course, we're going to be more intuited. In yeah, touch this with is that. stuff that yeah. we've heard before, but mm-hmm. I don't think everybody thinks about these kind of things, especially if Probably it's not affecting not. them. Right? Facts. They're, they're not like, oh man, what's happening to that minority group? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing that. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And Britannica, they even have their own definition for mm-hmm. critical race theory. They define it as intellectual and social movement that's loosely organized framework of legal analysis based on the premise that race is not a natural, biologically grounded feature of physically distinct subgroups of human beings, but a socially constructed or culturally invented category that is used to oppress and exploit people of color. Mm-hmm. Critical race theorists hold that racism is inherent in the law and legal institutions of the United States insofar as they function to create and maintain social, economic, and political inequalities between whites and non-whites, especially mm-hmm. African Americans. Critical race theorists are generally dedicated to applying their understanding of the institutional or structural nature of racism to the mm-hmm. concrete 
if distant goal of eliminating all race-based and other unjust hierarchies. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that part mm-hmm. of critical race theory it has the goal of actually eliminating the racism. I didn't know mm-hmm. that was even, like, I, I'm not, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I wasn't sure of what critical race theory really encompassed. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's never been kind of like put out there as you may have described. I've not seen that in the news well, I think at it's least. something that you have to look into it's just always critical just race see, theory yeah just see that bad. phrasing <laughs> and bad. Kind of, you know institutions trying to ban the learnings of yeah. it the teachings of it that's all that but seems it's to be weird the, that, I mean, the headlines and the if headlines. You're, it's like we don't have real journalism today because they're on any of these news networks they could have just gone into just give us a blurb of what is critical race theory i've never seen well, i think that. if you they go just say into critical it, race it, theory it, ban by ban. default that it <laughs> It may, it may be in, and that's on both sides. In, <laughs> in, in breaking, because if you describe it as we just described it, right, yeah. as shared, it, it, cha- it makes, it forces people to challenge their realities in a way they may not be willing to challenge or not beneficial to challenge, right? Uh, so uh, I think that, I mean, even itself is, because yeah, I would think that one side would decide, like, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to, we're just going to, we're going to say what it is. It's Don't say if you agree with it or not. The <laughs> system is defined, by definition, is defined and created against a, a group of people. Yeah. That in and of itself is, could be mind blowing for people who, are part of that community <laughs> that I mean, designed that. Right? It's, like, it's so. funny to think that. Though, so the only thing I could say is like, let's say I'm coming from their thought, that thought process. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be mind blowing because what happened, you know, <laughs> hundreds of years ago with slavery, we already knew. Remember there's now a growth, there's like a so perspective knew about of that. folks <laughs> who are now like quote unquote colorblind, right? Like where they like to say, folks, oh, yeah, some, they, some folks like to say them. they don't like to see color. They don't believe in racism. They believe that everyone has equal opportunity. They try to essentially like put it and it's like as if but, it's something I mean, that doesn't really exist. Yeah. It's a it's, structure that was created by their ancestors. So I However, don't know if you yeah, can you just dig- say it's gone. Deny it, yeah. But like that's funny to have a mind blown by that. Like the mm-hmm. mind blown doesn't make sense to me. I understand to say it doesn't exist. Oh cause, yeah, I mean, because what you what, what people wanted to do is. Once we had Obama as president, yeah. now we're in post-racist. Yeah, that's America. what a lot of people like people to declare. Like he is. <laughs> that's the, all that. That's the, all we needed. Pinch. Not the, that the even. Linchpin of saying, "Up, oh, racism." Got not that he made away. a lot of anti-racism laws or anything, or like wrote, like signed but bills. But it's, it's it's. They just said literally. They just said literally just seeing him. Okay, then everything is good. Very now. Very <laughs> challenging to think how one human funny. being could eradicate a system systemic breakdown. It's possible for it to happen, but you'd have to be a dictator. I mean, exactly. Like, and that's, <laughs> Could be a president. that's not what he was. So. And even if he tried, you know, Congress and would get mad at him, right? Allow, if he yeah. just wrote a lot of executive it's, orders, it's he said, pay up the black people. It was deeply meaningful, and I'm so grateful for it, but it did not erase it racism. Yeah. <laughs> like, it still is very much in play. Yeah, of course. Why do you think lawmakers are intentionally trying to prevent critical race theory being taught in schools? Mm. So the NAACP uh, Legal Defense and Educational Fund, Inc. shared uh, the following that I think is meaningful to, to answer that question. Oh, okay. Lawmakers and proponents of the bans insist that they are advocating for balance and patriarch uh, education. However, these bans do the exact opposite. They deny the truth about our nation's history, silence dissent, and punish those who speak the truth to counter whitewash falsehoods. And bans on critical race theory are bans on truth and history. Critical race theory is not taught in K through 12 schools. These laws seek to ban the teaching of a true American history and all of its racist elements. These laws ban virtually any discussions about how racism has shaped our nation's policies and history from education and housing to employment and healthcare. And unfortunately, these laws are blanket bans on racial discourse and attempt to deny our nation's shameful legacy of racial oppression. These bans, <laughs> these bans are attacks on free speech that silence those who speak the truth about our nation's history. So essentially, it's, uh, the lawmakers to answer your question, they're trying to prevent it because it's one could argue that maybe they view uh, they don't want to have the history of the United States laws and and uh, cultural mishaps maybe brought forth to the front or maybe folks feel like the the accountability has already been met and so why are we going back in the past and also saying that that like I guess 
folks of color or people who understandably see the racism that has happened say say hey there's more than that one perspective even though that one perspective isn't just from the past but it continues to perpetuate our present and so can be challenging (laughs) and to say no 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 let's look at it differently or let's not talk about it yeah so i mean i've actually just from watching media programming and Mm -hmm. seeing discussions from the left and right i've i've there's two things that I've taken that are reasons that this has become a hot topic, really, mm-hmm. and that lawmakers are even interested in it. They don't really care about the critical race theory itself. That's not really a thing. Mm-hmm. I just think it's being used as a tool for the lawmakers to like rally their base because mm. <laughs> the right, a lot of them are now they're enveloped in these culture wars against the the liberal people trying to mm. bring equality basically to everything and yeah. the right's like nah let's just keep it all let's keep everything how it is because we're cool with how it is don't make some noise okay. so what these lawmakers are doing is when you hear that word critical race theory what they're 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 kind of saying oh you know what that's doing that to just teaching anything about race is going to make one race feel inferior to the other, or mm. it's going to make one race feel bad about what they did to another. Like th- th- mm. I heard that as an argument, and we don't want our kids feeling bad about you know about about themselves just because of there's this theory around. But they don't really care about the kids. They just want to get people to vote for them next time they're you know they're um or actually I mean. To be more specific, like the governor in Florida, mm-hmm. he may be making a presidential run, so he wants to have these people in his pocket that say, "Hey, we're going to back you on your presidential run." If mm-hmm. he if he does do it, it's the people aren't sure if he's really going to go through with it. So I think the that, one who banned it in schools and in high schools, right? In yeah, Florida. yeah, yeah, DeSantis. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> people definitely don't like the guy. He banned books too, but it's it's interesting because the. They, they propose that critical race theory is being taught in K through 12, but mm-hmm. technically it's not being taught. It's not literally being taught like that. Cause that's like saying, I mean, I don't know, like a college level, I don't know, like a, a very specialized college level course is being taught in K through 12. I know, in it's our not, educational experience, that was not taught that, to me. That, that no, no, flat no. out theory that I've never even heard or of even that. statement that, yeah, that, but you know what people are saying though is that mm-hmm. maybe it's not called critical race theory, but the elements of it are being taught. So that's how people are oh, yeah. up I mean, in arms. I don't recall that being accountability of actually so saying, saying systemic. Is designed, I've never heard that one yeah, time in school. Yeah, it's designed but, against the protection or support of black people. No, I've never had that been taught. Not, not, I've never seen that in an educational yeah. setting. So, but I, I mean, heard that through, yeah, black. There's <laughs> these people who claim they're like outside of the educational system. There's yeah. people that make the claim that oh, the data might not be there, but you know, if you trust me, I know that mm-hmm. it's being taught. <laughs> like, no, I, I, I mean, there's no I actual proof. I remember learning but, about World War One and World War Two, and and uh, you know, it, all global history, but I do not recall learning about accountability to that degree when it comes to what our ancestors went through, what current day systems are actually sub like literally tied to the inequities that are created designed against us. Like that is not, I mean, I don't even think (laughs) maybe you were taught it, but I wasn't even taught about redlining in school. No, I wasn't taught that at all. I learned about that that in college. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I mean, they're saying K through 12. I didn't learn anything. The only thing I learned that even regarded race was that, there was slavery in America. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, like, you learned about They didn't dive into yeah, and say no, no, no. what happened afterwards. I and mean, then I did hear about Jim Crow laws like that. Correct. Yeah. That definitely was talked civil about. They couldn't get around that. And then and there was course, a civil rights yeah. act and that I learned that. And but, like violence against people who protested. Yes. Yeah. That I learned about. Yeah. We learned about some of the history, but I, but guess, I don't I think. I mean, is there a point the to say that if, if like they're white and brown, black and brown children in the classroom and if you teach critical race theory, are the say white children going to feel they're going to feel bad because their ancestors yeah that they are that you're saying that (laughs) essentially a system designed for their successes for the decimation of others basically Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah that would make somebody feel a certain kind of way see (laughs) however it's about it's about framing it right it's about (laughs) a system designed for the success of some groups and the, the the you know the attack of others 
is not saying that you sitting in this classroom have designed that system. You're actually a part, you're a pawn, a part of the system like everybody else, except you get to no, move forward in the board yeah, but doesn't and it make we you, get to get kicked off the board. But doesn't it <laughs> like, make you seem like, I mean, even your successes aren't as strong as they really are because it's like you had help compared to other people. But that's the reality of hard. life. Everyone has a form of privilege. So in that society, truth hurts so is what I say, right? Yeah, but <laughs> we have to hurts. understand, like, there's privilege being black, there's privilege <laughs> being a woman, there's privilege being male, there's Every type of identifier can offer a form of privilege against someone else. Yeah. So we can't say, based on teaching this, that it diminishes uh, a white accomplishment in any way. It's more so saying you guys should acknowledge your privilege and your opportunity within our American society and then leverage such privilege for those who are unprivileged. The, you know, it's an opportunity to practice allyship. That's really the dotted line that needs so to be drawn So it doesn't have to di- diminish the person's No, I think you should successes. acknowledge the fact that, hey, like if you happen to have been born white or born privileged, Good for you. You have opportunity, but please use that opportunity for yourself and others. That that's really the 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 critical thing here. Not just like me, 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 or no, I'm not privileged. That's a lie. Everyone's privileged. Yeah, um, everybody has some sort <laughs> of privilege. Yeah, privilege. that's the so first thing. Use Don't your privilege. It. Let's not. Let's not. The same thing as we can't deny, can't climate deniers. Like you can't deny what's happening in your face. Uh, <laughs> let's. But they can know. deny because they're well, saying it's cold. They're in Alaska. They, there's no global warming to them. It's just, I can't. With the foolishness. <laughs> yeah, because they, the they look at their current weather. They don't look at The ice weather. caps they don't look are at, melting. Get a grip. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're saying, but the earth heats and cools and it goes through periods of I cannot warm. with the foolishness. But yeah, I mean, they don't use the real data. They just kind of look at The random. earth is changing. Weather patterns are actually changing in ways that have not. I mean, come on. But climate deniers aren't the worst people. It's the flat earthers. They're the worst. Uh, well, I'm not speaking to that <laughs> statement, but what I am oh, saying okay. is my next question, which is, what do you think folks now, if this is the first time they're hearing about critical race theory, what do you think folks need to understand or know about this? I think there's these keywords that an article on Sutherland Institution, Institute.org, it stated, and it actually just looked at some critical race theorists, and mm. these, I think, these main talking points are things that people should try to understand and maybe even research on their own because mm-hmm. it's pretty the, the, profound. It's, well not pro, it's not profound to us like we've heard of all yes. this stuff mm-hmm. but for anybody that's just new to racism and it doesn't affect them <laughs> at least not in their face I love that phrase new to racism yeah <laughs> you're <laughs> just you walking been, into it yeah have you been living you have in, to though like I a mean, bunker in <laughs> no but just imagine if you're a child you're not I mean you gotta be introduced to what race is cause it's not even a real God. thing so you know it's gotta be to show to you ruining childhood yes <laughs> come yeah, here welcome. little Johnny welcome, let's, yeah come and sit on the lap let's learn yeah. about what this you life is this. really about it. <laughs> you get to hear on, yeah, you get to hear about. Joys, joys. You got to, you know, it's, it's fun, an unfortunate. Fun, 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 fun It's an unfortunate human created yeah. thing. It's just nuts, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is, right? That's what it is right now. But is, yeah. remember, critical race theory is the goal is to eliminate it eventually, right? Of course. Why are we playing these games? That's I mean, what I, I like that idea. Games. I mean, that's interesting to me. So. The first thing is that race is a social construct, mm. right? <laughs> and I know people Made don't know that. Up. Yeah, people yes. don't realize yes, race is a social construct. I'll Facts. say that again. Mm-hmm. It is not something that is real. Real. It's not tangible. Yeah. It's not, you know. Rocks are tangible. Race is not. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> technically, it's like, you know, borderlines. That's actual social construct, too. Of course. These borders District that we make for countries, all, all that is social contracts. Well, they're made by human beings, right? Yeah, Let's let, but, forget the society we're living in. Yeah, but it's not something that aliens could notice on their own without being... Not. No, we'd have to tell them. <laughs> they would look and say, you're just all humans. What yeah, are you talking about? Foolishness, yes. <laughs> you're, you're just the you same. Just come in different hues. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, nothing get special. into your pod and get ordered. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> races, it's it's not even so like, uh, whatchamacallit, it, it's not so structured that it's easy to really tell. I mean, people can, 
Yeah, people technically you could technically choose your race, you know, on the um, census. You get to check your race. As you identify, it's not well. It's an identifier. It's, yeah, yeah, you choose what the race is. You actually do. Not that people will let you get away with what you choose. Of and course. And people are going to box you in the whatever race they want to box it's you into. Whatever you physically present as. Yeah. As so what people, people are going to will define your race. Yeah. To you so it's kind of like yes. you could define the race for you, but someone else, other mm-hmm. the society will define Which it for you as well. It's also like again, right? We have a lot of mixed race people, and then that. Throws, yeah, that throws the wrench in this. See, the, this <laughs> race, the race system was not designed For with mixed, mixed races. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. was not even thought as a possibility. Because it, it blurs lines, that's why. <laughs> yep. The second point is that structural or institutional racism, it actually, well. It's that, a real thing. <laughs> see, it did, let me, but let me back up. It, this didn't say that. This is just a talking point uh, that critical race theorists bring up. Like, mm-hmm. the, the just, to note the source that I went to, it's a very it's neutral. It's not trying to say critical race theories are correct or not this is what it is. For yeah, it's not an advocate and it's okay. not a denier. It just it was just stating this is just a summary Talking of points. 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 So mm-hmm. structural or institutional racism, and we've talked about some of the issues like yeah. redlining mm-hmm. that could be a structural or institutional yeah, thing. Banks not giving loans to yeah. homeowners who are black, things like that. Yeah. And the next thing is mm, implicit bias, yes. which is the opposite of explicit bias that mm-hmm. you can outwardly see. It's things that people do without even thinking Settling. about it. Yeah. yeah. They, it's just, it's under, it's like underneath the table racism. Yes. So here's the funny thing though. Then we get to microaggression. So yes. is a microaggression, is so subtle. Is, how is that different from implicit bias? Is so an interesting again, thing. bias uh, is your, the, your ideology that you frame around whatever knowledge or stereotypes you're thinking about versus microaggression is an action based oh, on so such action bias, oriented? right? So All right, because macroaggressions are okay. the overt calling you the n-word trying to light you on fire oh you just microaggressions are the subtle things that you do where it's like oh so why did you get this job right in a way that's like because you said that to the person of color or you said that to the woman right the one person of color on the team and you say that too you know there's a bunch of people get scholarships and then someone says oh so you got the scholarship for being the minority right like it's that type of like subtle where you're not outwardly calling you an N-word or trying to light you on fire, but it's still just... As Wouldn't that game. last one be a little more than micro, though, to say, because you're a minority, you got ahead of me? Well, that would be, yeah. That Isn't that would, a little more... That would be very... It would be closer towards the macroaggression at that point. Because to say that, yeah. like, see, if you mention anything with yeah, color in it or race... So then, it's, it's supposed to be subtle. It's supposed to be... Uh, you know, it inciting, but not to the point where if you aren't thinking about it, people what like, if you someone, can let them go. What if someone always says "What up, dog?" to the person of color, Correct. and then everybody else they're just like, after "Hello, day. Johnny." Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that would be the micro. Are you having a great day? <laughs> like we have lunch, and then you ask the person of color, "Would you like fried chicken and watermelon?" Like you know, <laughs> which is not funny. That's a microaggression. Then asking. Oh that. yeah, that's not all if right. No, but because now I'm, it's like i don't know it's deciding what's a microaggression versus just that flat out so racist is it, is it like the person's using that because I mean, technically yeah i mean and then acting upon that because anybody eats watermelon fried chicken it's good food <laughs> like right it's, it's, i know it's used as a thing but come on facts now if you said chitlins then i say hey you got some problems there like that's messed up not everybody eats chitlins that's what's funny like some of the things that i think would be but more racist is if you did that, that i know i know i know I know they say that, but 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 it's it's crazy because literally chitlin is something that only people from our community were eating. I mean, okay, Mm -hmm. there's some southern or white people that were eating it, but that's a big black thing. Chitlins, but that's not used as like a racist. Symbol. Yeah. It's it's kind of interesting that certain things have popped up as mm-hmm. like that's racist, even though but it's like everybody if, loves so that if stuff. You're, if you're talking to coworkers like, and you're talking about music, up. and someone automatically is like, "Oh, so you're into DMX, right?" <laughs> yeah. You're like microaggression <laughs> because why are you using? Uh, why are you assuming right that I like rap because I happen to be black, even though the number one consumer of rap. Continues to be white males. Yeah, right? like, <laughs> that's what's interesting. Yeah, to make the assumption, you're actually mm-hmm. you're, you're making <laughs> some Wrong issues there. Wrong assumption. 
Yeah, so that's something to think about. The next talking point is white privilege. Mm, so yeah, we've part. gone over that that everybody's privileged and but there is a white privilege yes, as well. There are privileges for the white community. Yeah. Yes. So I, you know, I don't think everybody would agree with this point. Even you know, that everyone's that, privilege. No, that there's something called white privilege. Oh, you know yeah, that yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, I mean, a, there's a ton a of people that wouldn't on, agree I with think it. Is it called white fragility? That might speak to that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, oh, that's why. Yeah, because right now they're saying there's a war against white people, so there is no privilege. Now we're just being attacked. So again, that's there's why some people I, that feel that. I hope that people there we go. really lean that's into what I the understanding of privilege from the perspective that everyone is privileged, and that there are certain privileges that attach to certain communities, right? So certain privileges that women will carry over men, because you just and I'm not going to go there, but (laughs) that there are differences between women and men and and white versus non-white. There are differences that you could then um, promulgate or put into the space of privilege, but... Uh, yeah, it's again, people can question it, but what, what we ask, especially on this show, is for folks to, if you're questioning it, like, do some research, do some digging. Don't just formulate an idea and just, you know, because you believe it or because it makes sense in your mind that you just stick with that or that, you know, whatever you heard in media. Yeah, you believe it. Then you go to your, your daily media that you always listen to and they confirm it. Now you're good to go. Yeah, like listen to other media sources that you maybe don't want to. I always say listen listen to the other side. Because just to see, yeah. try to get, really, you should try to get just three point of view. Yeah, like just you should to try to see. get like I want to get the the left view, the right view, and the middle view, yeah. so and we can know what's in between. If you ultimately decide that you're still in the the first idea you had is what you want to stick to, fine. But at, at least, least you explored. Um, yes, I would yeah. really love for people to continue to just challenge themselves and just explore. And you know, what you should do. You should know why do other people think that yes. way? Even what's the reason there? Yeah. Like if it doesn't exactly. see if it doesn't exist, why even do people if it think it make exists? Sense to you. Try to understand. Yeah, try yeah. to understand the why behind this. It's uh-huh. a little interesting not to. And the last the the last point that they bring up is intersectionality, and I remember that's what mm. got DeSantis mad about um one of these courses that were being mm-hmm. proposed to being taught in school because it had a whole section on like gender theory mm. and queer theory and. Or actually, it didn't have that section, but he claimed that that was part of it, and he's like, "We don't, I don't, we don't, don't want that talk." That. In Even school. though children yeah. need to understand about intersectionality of like race and, and gender, homosexuality, and sexual or sexual orientation, orientation and gender identification, yeah. these are things we can't shy away from. We have to have, we have to lean into it. And I understand it may be uncomfortable from a teaching perspective. It may be uncomfortable for even though, for parents or the students themselves. But at the end of the day, it's a reality that we're facing. People don't just come in one shape, size, care, like, you know, orientation. We have different things going on. That's and a, a We scary need to better thing, educate our children to, to have language, to understand. How can you talk through something if you don't even have the language? Like, you, you well, know? Well, what they're hoping so, is that, you know, that stuff will go away. The identification? <laughs> like, <laughs> all of it. All of it goes away. You don't have to People think about it. People are going to continue that's to identify hope. as they see fit. No, if you don't I mean, teach it in school, it won't exist anymore. See how that's like that's censorship? I mean, that's like, then you can't, then we as a country could never come for other countries because you know the country that I know, isn't always that interesting? Come from, it's kind of like censorship. They always come though. from that country and they always say, so that's, they censor, they censor. Well, are we not trying to do the same thing? If I know, we isn't refuse that, to uh, give people language to discuss what's going on in their world, whether they uh, relate to it or not, we have to have language language to discuss something. <laughs> but you know that's the thing I think the like people that are far right leaning mm. they're okay with censorship you know that's not that doesn't mean anything yeah, but that's to them. Unhealthy. They like to censor yeah, stuff if a, it's not if it goes against their view let's just censor it. Yeah that doesn't better. make sense. Why don't you <laughs> don't just to, try you know, to understand the the perspective and allow people to live. live so the problem live. with the problem with people being able to express themselves is that that's going to influence others to become exactly what the others are. They're so like weak-minded that yeah. just hearing the other point of view will change their Allowing view. people to exist <laughs> in their authentic truth is it's, now yeah, going it changes to convert them. Yeah, everyone exactly. else just, into that identity or that perspective. It's, like, it's, it's an interesting thing. People <laughs> have to live how they live. And, and, to and be you honest, should be able to hear about it. I mean, yeah, that's you like... You can't uh, exist with others who have different perspectives as you. So I think the the, the another let's let, maybe not as far right but maybe just right people might say that yeah i mean are they really are they teaching this or are they kind of like are they really trying to like persuade make it, yeah are they convince. being persuasive or convincing yeah. us that this is what it is because again there's also people we got to bring it up that 
disagree. They, it's against their religion and stuff, right? For some of these oh, people yeah, that, that exist. They need to have. So they'll mm-hmm. say that you can't teach stuff that is anti my religious views. Well, in yeah. School so I'm not sure about what the, how religious exemptions would play into this critical so that's race that, theory. However, but I this imagine, isn't being taught in K through 12 yeah, anyway. This is an exactly. optional course that's being taught at graduate level yeah. programs. So yeah. the thing is, you decide to. to to do that yeah right? i would say that like if if critical race theory were to be taught k-12 you know oof, yeah how do you how do you balance <laughs> how do you balance religious religious, religious freedom and exemption i mean if versus... the course is optional and the and i would imagine that the i forget how that works when kids sign if up it's for ap courses, course or do, something or what would yeah, you make like, it like, would it be a college well, course? Well, you don't learn about it until high school? Like, there's no conversation about Well, this. not critical race theory, but I guess if you were talking about elements of it, which people think is being taught now, mm-hmm. then, yeah, technically you could learn about some of the elements, but they would definitely not want I that. I mean, maybe if you have parental consent as well as, um, oh gosh. I mean, See there has gets to a be a way to plan into that. That's, uh, you cannot just say, you know, only people at 15 or 16 and above could address this. I just, I think that that is an injustice to our children. I think that they, they need to learn. Same thing with KJ. KJ is absolutely learning <laughs> about what? racial inequity before the age of 16 or 18 years oh, old. Oh, he'll know he, about that. As a yeah. person living a life yeah. of inequity, uh, <laughs> you have to learn about it. See, because the, the reality of this is black and brown people live this in their lives. Like, we <laughs> know, that's the, experience you know, this. So that's why this is, this is less theory and this is more reality for the people that's affecting yeah, and it's more theory for those who are trying to deny it or hide no, but shy, d- it makes sense though because yeah if you don't live it every day then it's, it probably doesn't it's not even real theory for us this is a life yeah, like sentence yeah but for us <laughs> for us we live it but just remember come from the other point of view they're yeah. not living it so they may not but necessarily they think it's real. But understand how like hurtful that is to deny? No, but it's they, like, you know, like, guess what it is. At, it's like in being the invisible man, right? What, like you're you know looking say? right at me and you're saying you don't no, see No, they, they see you and guess what they tell you? They're like, work harder. <laughs> That's what they say. That's I know it's best, but work harder you can get where <laughs> yeah, I am. I know. The American dream is available to everyone. <laughs> yeah, Come on, we all get the same start. Come on. Exactly. Are you kidding me? You didn't have a tablet when you were just young? I mean, come on. Yeah. We had all the resources. Everyone has memberships to co- uh, go, uh, go pol- country clubs yeah. and private You did horseback riding, right? Wasn't that fun? <laughs> pole, you, how, many, how many water polo <laughs> lessons have you taken? You know, that, well, we're just we're diving into super-privileged <laughs> stereotypes right now. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, this is, work harder and you could be just where we are. Exactly. Your, your wealth of your community is low. That's because you guys don't work hard enough. That's what it is. Okay, it's well, not anything well, else. You're getting no, but out I, of control. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying I'm coming from the other point of view. Yeah. If I was sitting on the other side, I would look and I'd say, now, is there really systemic but, racism, or are those people not working as hard as they could? Are they but that's, that, are they that's, selling so that's, illegal stuff? You know, that's <laughs> that kind of an assessment or a statement that could be made without any type of empathy, without any type of understanding of the other side, right? So, yeah, you could someone could say that. And you know why you could say that too? It's because you but, could see these little these these small instances where yes, a black person was doing something illegal. And they went to jail for it. That doesn't mean the whole community is like of that. Of course, though. and also see they see that, and they're they not make that a whole thing. How our criminal justice system works, and well, that, that's like, a whole other thing. Though, right? When we get sentenced, we get sentenced harsher on average, right? Like there's all. I wonder those... if critical race theory deals with that. I didn't see anything, but I mean, I didn't. Well, it's get to within dive the, in. the I didn't inequity dive into within our part. legal system, right? So that it, would, it must that be. Would be it com- must be because it's talking about the laws and stuff. Yeah, technically, yeah, it talks about the laws and stuff. So yeah, that that would be in there. Like so. The higher minimum sentencing, I mean... Of course, yeah. yeah. Like, the American Bar Association, the ABA, which has great resources. I definitely enjoyed using them when I was in law school. Shout out to New York Law School. uh, Shared the following key principles that folks should know about critical race theory. So, acknowledgement, again, that racism is a normal feature of society and is embedded within systems and institutions like the legal system that replicate racial inequity, inequality, and this dismisses the idea that racist incidents are aberrations, but instead are manifestations of structural and systemic racism, meaning one-off situations just can't keep happening without there being an understanding of saying, hey, there is a pattern of discrimination, a pattern of injustice here. I mean, there's literally laws mm-hmm. in, on the book that 
are discriminatory towards black of people course. and they and they of won't course. even take the laws off the book because mm-hmm. it ta- it's so hard to do it you have to call like a certain amount of meetings get mm-hmm. all these people to join the session but there's literally racist laws on the book as we exist of course. today of course and then critical race theory also rejects claims of mediocrity or color blindness uh crt or critical race theory recognizes it is the systemic nature of racism that bears primary responsibility for reproducing racial inequality and that also recognition of the relevance of people's everyday lives to scholarship. This includes embracing the lived experiences of people of color, including those preserved through storytelling, rejecting deficient informed research that excludes the epistemologies of, I'm not sure if I said that right, um, of people of color. So, meaning that we should, critical race theory is also about making sure that we're getting the perspective of the people who are living through the injustice and not, like, excluding their opportunity to share their stories or to have that storytelling be a part of the documentary assessment or analysis, which I thought was That's part of it? Yeah, that's that's according to American Bar Association. All right. Um, and also they talked about the fact that, yes, like they also reiterated that race is not biologically real, social construct, uh, recognizes that science as demonstrated in the human, human, human genome project refutes the idea of biological racial difference, which is probably like mind blowing for too many people to spend some thought around that. But yeah, it's but like not a real thing. Well, yeah, what you brought up is a true thing too, is people think that and that that was i saw a show about that that asked is america racist and there's people that would say that america's definitely not racist there's just mm. a few racist people so <laughs> that doesn't ca- that doesn't count as america being oh, racist gosh. and it, it's an interesting you know viewpoint but the problem is it doesn't yeah. take into account the systemic racism that we see and just to again reiterate to folks systemic meaning it's more than one or two or three it's ongoing and no not just from the civil rights <laughs> era of america but well no we have to count from today yeah gotta look like, at today we're today 20 years ago 50 years ago 100 years ago like the laws the system of america was built with embedded philosophy and ideology that has discriminated and excluded black people <laughs> from the founding and, and the creation of America. And that, if that is contested, then then you contest critical race theory. Yeah. I mean, there was a big bank that I'm not going to mention the name because mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact charge they were hit with, but mm-hmm. they were discriminating against a, like homeowner, black homeowners and they just got like a class action suit, I think. And Fun. Now they have to pay up because Fun. they were, yeah. I think, diminishing their property values or something to that nature. Yeah. So they got hit up. (laughs) It was only the black homeowner. They didn't get anybody else. It's something that, I mean, that's not going to surprise us, but some people might hear it and be like, oh, a few bad apples, right? (laughs) Sometimes it happens, but that's a big institution. It was a big bang. It was Mm -hmm. a big one. I'm not going to say the name. You can look it up, but it's like over this thing and is happening over yeah there's and all these incidences again, and it's thing you know, it's it's that every aspect of our society medical and history, then the, so the thing is like, it's and it's not even a thing where you could say well if only the person was no they weren't there's nothing else they could do they were just a black person and they got affected your black skin created havoc for you in your life because because yeah. that's the thing too because sometimes you see these situations and they're like well look how they acted that's what you're gonna get when you act that but i know there's a lot of blaming and <laughs> the victim blaming yeah in our society instead of trying to understand a lot the of actors that. part in in the injustice that they cause i think that's such an interesting perspective it's the first thing you always do is, like yeah. what did the, the the victim do wrong as opposed to saying you know let I'd, me just look at the actor and their actions and then understand the impact before even jumping to that type of a conclusion but i think that has been developed over time that mm-hmm. notion of trying to blame the victim and what Seems did this like victim it. do? I think it was, it's a media thing, actually, that instituted yeah. that because they would report on stuff and then they want to go into the background of the person before 
even just looking at what was the crime it's like that judge took and place. jury, and it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, they, like, they did all this stuff. So I, I think that was media that's influenced. So now people just generally, oh, automatically, like, let's what look did at the they victim. Do wrong? Yeah. Was did the victim do something wrong that, that made them it's be very, victimized? It's very disheartening, and it's very challenging because then it makes it seem like you have to prove, right? Like yeah, the preponderance of evidence that you were not at issue. That like somehow you being black did not cause this issue, and it's like, uh. <laughs> I like you did nothing, but okay, sure. Let me validate. You know, to flip, to flip the coin on that, there are people that always that, that, that try to say everything is race, but it's not. You know, they oh, and that's so a great they took point a three to point shot, yeah. they miss, uh, they said that's racist. I mean, this, you're yeah, shooting yeah, no, the ball no, no, at the no. hoop. That's Everybody not what critical race theory is about. It's yeah. not just saying everything blanket statement is they racist. What we're saying is out like that. that there's systemic racism within our society. America is founded on this and continues to have this negative impact. But not everything, yeah. Like if they don't you, blanket everything. A black racism. person goes to order ice cream, and the the person attending to them gives them the wrong flavor. That you in and of itself racist, is not yeah. ne- necessarily racist. Now, if there is a pattern of what if, black people keep going to that store and asking to be served, and the and the, they refuse to serve only the black people, now we have a little bit of a different type of conversation to be had. Would, would this be a microaggression though? If I mm-hmm. go to order a Sunday and I always order vanilla and they always give me a chocolate sundae. Is that a microaggression? Are you like asking a ch- me a real question? <laughs> I'm saying a black person goes to order a sundae. They want a vanilla one. I can't even they respond get to a what chocolate I want one. to respond with, too. Because <laughs> that in itself is not <laughs> an appropriate a- statement. That I'm I just thinking that, that that seems like it could be a microaggression. And then the white person comes in. And they, they- always get butter pecan. <laughs> <laughs> they, or they try to order the chocolate, but they always get the... Exactly. Yeah, they get strawberry. So maybe <laughs> that person serving ice cream is just in the wrong industry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what that says. Okay, it's not. It's not a microaggression. Not, not to. Not to date. <laughs> okay, not to date. That's good to do. It's important. You, I mean, you, mm-hmm. you laugh at people might not. They might not be so sure what the microaggressions <laughs> are. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the what's the what's the scenario? It's scenario time. Scenario one. Comb is a white man who wants to prove systemic racism in America is non-existent. He decided to get his home appraised twice. First, he left pictures of his family around the house. The second time, he put pictures of his black best friend's family around the house and removed any trace of his own family. The appraisal came back lower the second time when the house had the black pictures up. Does this disprove that systemic racism exists? That's a really interesting way of asking the question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I think this is hinting to an, a current day uh, thing that I saw in the news around uh, a black family, uh, uh, it being identified that, and I think that that's not the first time I've heard that, that, uh, it's happened when we past. get our, sometimes when we, certain lenders or whatever, uh, appraise homes for us at a lower rate than our lower price than our white counterparts. Uh, so does this disprove the systemic racism? Uh, I think this is again one incident, but this is not an incident that could go at without showing a or being connected to a pattern that's potentially happening. But in and of itself, I think it's not enough to say that systemic racism doesn't exist. I think it's, I mean, you'd want more details to be able to definitively say. This is proof, but it is an indication that there's an issue um, happening uh, in the appraisal itself and that the the imagery of the family taken into consideration here uh, had an impact on the type of appraisal that was made. So that's an issue. Yeah. I mean, uh, this doesn't really deal with the systemic racism. That's uh-huh. the thing. It, it kind of deals with the issue of racism in general that, uh-huh. yeah, the some of these appraisers, they'll appraise a home for lower value just because it's a black family. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason they're doing that, I I couldn't tell you the exact reason, right? I I don't know. It's <laughs> I guess that's well, less equity. Discussion. They don't want they don't want the home to sell for more. And why do provide. they care though? How does it affect them? Well, Are they if just, they're raised, just say like, for instance, that they don't believe that black people that? should make as much money as white people in this country, where some people do hold that belief system that like 
they need to work harder. They they're given enough. They don't need extra. Or do help. or maybe I mean could you think that, it's, you or think they it's could that? say that or, or is it an implicit bias? It's kind of like not want to buy uh, uh, as a, what do they think of? It? It's like a it black home. Sell yeah exactly. Like, this is a black home. So it's a cheaper it's home. It's a much. less. It's, yeah, it's worth less. There's less equity attached to our name. There's maybe maybe it's value. that I can't see them saying you know what we're gonna keep them well, but. <laughs> That's it interesting. Could go, it could go multiple I mean, ways. It, it could do that, but that's really nefarious. But I mean, it could be that. Like, I can't even take that away. That's really nefarious, though, to say that. Because that, I mean, man, to still be doing that in this day to say that I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that they they don't get as much equity as mm-hmm. they could. Like, that is, that's nefarious. I mean, it, it and could be the there. KKK is still around. So, I mean, like. Oh, yeah. Imagine yeah. if they're a part of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they could, could be. They could be a Klansman. The unhooded clans yeah. guys. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. It is a, it's. And they, the, it's the, a messed that up thing. would be a community that would actively try to. You're right. Yeah, they're going to actively try to bring them. Now, do I think all things like that come from that space? Not necessarily, but the, it probably is more the, the latter that we talked to around the idea that, like, People could view this as a black home. Black homes are going to sell for less. So yeah. why would I appraise this for something that's not going to really attach in in the same way that yeah, people they don't see because they, they said all right, no one's really going to see this as so mm-hmm. much value because like it's, oh, this is black home, so it must be a ghetto neighborhood. Yeah, that they probably be, make the they make assumptions that if mm-hmm. there's a, a black person there, maybe mm-hmm. this is not worth as much. So it could be that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scenario two, Patsy heard her children talking amongst themselves about their day at school. One of them mentioned people of color are suppressed by certain laws. Do you think Patsy should tell everyone at the next town hall that the elementary school is teaching critical race theory? No, I think Patsy should have a conversation with her children since she heard the phrase people of color. I'm quite interested to understand (laughs) what was the frame of reference. <laughs> that phrase, you know, is this a five year old? You know, people of color. Yeah. I'm sorry, what are you suggesting? It's a thing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious to understand the age group of the child saying oh, okay. this That's phrase. A good point. Uh, but I think automatically, before we start to start reporting and getting down to uh, sharing things at town halls, let's do a little <laughs> bit more investigation uh. and understanding with the child themselves. Uh, and also applaud that child for understanding the inequities happening. Applaud in them. <laughs> <laughs> the inequities happening in our society oh, for people of color. Uh, nice. You know, this obviously child is planning on being a woken free individual. Interesting. So, okay. Shout out to this fictional child. Okay. <laughs> and then upon more investigation and understanding, again, do I think it's an appropriate thing to start reporting things at town halls? Probably not. I think it's better to have conversations with parties involved in situations as opposed to like, so go to the school itself and or, talk exactly, to yeah, the like talk to the teachers, talk to yeah. I mean, well, I mean, if it needs to go all the way up to superintendent, it depends on what the the conversation how it escalates. But so you know, start with the one, teacher, start wow. with the teacher, start with your child, then start with the teacher, and then potentially their supervisor, and work your way up before starting to share things out to other families and parents and because you can make things get escalated really quickly and you want to make sure that when you if you do that that it's an appropriate measure that's being used there okay yeah i mean this is a little escalation to go right to the town mm-hmm. hall and you don't even know what's going on here i mean what mm-hmm. if they learn about this from their friends mm-hmm. so i would talk to your child first and yep. get a firm understanding of where this information came from like you don't even know if it came from a lesson right so yeah exactly what if they were just looking at a youtube video i mean it could be anything watching or listening to woken free yeah i mean woken free be calling people of color people of color so of course they must have been listening <laughs> to us <laughs> i think we've heard, said the phrase before i don't think it's Oh, okay. to, I mean, I don't know if that's our general jump to, but <laughs> <laughs> we sure call we, just... we say people of distinction usually. <gasps> you know, I mean, you say different stuff. With, you know, royalty in their DNA for He's... for facts. <laughs> uh, melanin bright, melanin know. rich. <laughs> yeah, that's gotcha. yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, I guess you know it could be a indication of listening to Woken Free. I just think mm-hmm. I think they might have taken some other stuff from it though. Besides, oh yeah, besides that, 
Scenario 3. Rhea defines herself as a social justice warrior. She fights injustice day and night. Her next goal is to get critical race theory taught at every school level, starting with pre-K. Do you think it makes sense for everyone to be taught critical race theory? Wow. That's incredible. Uh, Which part? The whole part. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All of it. Start to finish. Uh, you know, I think that Rhea is um, admirable in her journey for fighting injustice <laughs> day and night. <laughs> uh, I hope she wears a cape at while doing this. <laughs> she could while sitting at her, exactly. her computer right in front facts, of it. Yep. Uh, so I would say, you know, pre-K, so we're talking about that, like, what is that, four to five, three to five type of age group? Yeah. So just starting to figure out reading. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 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 <laughs> this is for children? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you see, now yeah, jump right into it. You know, it depends on, the, you know, the type of illustrations. Yeah, they're going to be. Oh, there you go. Illustrations. And that can help. the type of story format. We're, the AI we're can help with that, right? A thousand percent. Just we're going to copy AI this, John. And we're going we to really make sure that this is uh, age appropriate. Yeah. Uh, but. Let the is there a space for young children to understand inequity in our society? Of course, because like I said, black children <laughs> are living that that's their truth. Whether I want KJ to understand that the world will grow up and some people will actually actively hate him. I, of course, I don't want to teach him that, but that's a reality of his life, whether I want that or not. It, 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 it's a reality for black and black and brown children to understand that you live in a world designed where people and institutions are actively trying to not help you. So uh, I'm not quite sure why black children need to grow up knowing about limitation and knowing about challenges that they face and somehow other children are not exposed to that. To me, if you help other children understand inequity, then that builds empathy for the communities that are impacted by this. So to be honest, it might sound preposterous to say someone who's just starting to learn how to read is somehow going to understand about systemic racism. (laughs) I think that there is a way to present it that is child-friendly, that is age-appropriate, but I I think it's preposterous to say we can't even broach the subject when that child will go into this world. You know, I was called the N-word at the age of six. I didn't even know I was black. That was my introduction to blackness in this country. Had someone had a conversation around blackness with me, maybe I wouldn't have been so traumatized by that so actually i'm not mad at it i just i we do we have to do it in a way that again is child friendly but those black children in pre-k are absolutely gonna be made well aware of their blackness and what people think about it the the good and the bad of that okay so your answer is teach it to them yeah i teach it to them but it needs to be age appropriate we're not going to come in and you know show hanging people off a tree right like you gotta (laughs) it has to be appropriate for that age group but we've got to get people to learn about the world that they're living in so there should be like a like a redlining cartoon or something oh snap and there's like a dancing here State we go. Or I'm something. Dancing. Yep. <laughs> it was- Shook and jive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of yeah. like, uh, like schoolhouse rock. Too, no, right? you're, you're, you're thinking from the wrong view. I'm thinking from like schoolhouse Big rock. Boozled, you think? <laughs> See, you're, you're thinking of trying to do offensive stuff, but I'm thinking about like schoolhouse rock, how they did stuff. They had cartoons <laughs> dancing. Cause I'm just a bill. A little so of course bill. dancing has to be involved. <laughs> I think they had that at Schoolhouse Rock. It's not. I don't know. It's nothing not to do with color. It, so. Oh, I yeah. think you have, but you just forgot. I don't, I'll show it to you. You've Please seen don't. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way. It, it's a way to teach about the government to young kids. So I'm thinking that you do that here too. So right? we show a state and we show red lines. Yeah, and you show it. In, That's and not then creepy cries at all. Red tears. The wow, state. Wow. Yeah. So we're gonna go like with a kind of a, a Pennywise type of rendition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could make the state in the shape of Pennywise's face. Say, so this is what the states really look like. 
This is what they this used to look like. This is what the world really looks like. Yeah, you could tell them this is what he, the states Gunners used to look like. Sick aliens. <laughs> <laughs> With nice sharp teeth, yes. A thousand percent. You get, I mean, it's it's a way to teach it, I guess, and you know that then you'll know, you know, this is bad stuff here. Mm-hmm. The kids will they'll be terrified of it and they'll never let it happen again. Yeah, racism is bad. Money. Yeah, see, I know that's right. Mm. I mean, it will teach them that, I guess. I mean, for me, Mm -hmm. I I don't think the critical race theory as it is should be taught starting at pre-K. I think that's too early to me. Because I don't know, it just... It, like it seems too heavy to me. <laughs> I Even think, if you like, like, kind of mull it down a little bit for the child's age group and stuff, you don't think there's any value in at least not, talking about inequity. No, you can talk about inequity, but mm-hmm. I don't know, like the way that it's taught, and I, I think you got to be at a like at that level. It's it's kind of okay. like if you if you start teaching, I don't know, like calculus three to kids who don't know how to. Like do long division. I mean, it's, it's just seems pointless. Or yeah, I, I think. Their head kind of yeah, head. I think you oh, got to okay. start small and build your way up to it. I don't think you can just jump right into this. It, otherwise, it, they could just ignore it too. It could yeah. just be so. It could just be too big. I hear you. They could just see it as adult stuff, and it's not even worth it. I don't know if it I mean, makes like sense. I said, I, what I would do is I would say dropping the seeds of understanding difference. And that there's difference amongst colors, there's difference around gender, there's difference around sexual orientation, like, all of that stuff. Again, there are children who grow up at, who are four, who say that they know that they uh, are misgendered by society, right? And we cannot deny people's abilities to identify themselves. We can't, I, I, I mean, I know that that's a controversial I mean, yeah, that's a different topic. But, um, You're talking a different topic right now. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But what I'm saying is I think we have to, we have to start to open up our eyes and understand that children are, are really exposed to a lot and children are, uh, faced with a lot and we have to have language. I mean, that's my biggest thing. You can't discuss something when you don't have words for it. So, you know, do yeah. I, does it have I, to be just, critical uh, race theory or does it have to be maybe just understanding the hard part about disparity? it is, I mean, maybe that's the more appropriate concept. Because I, I mean, I think a lot of people would agree, even though you could stand on both sides. Is yeah, it would be nice to eliminate this idea of race, right? But that's not where we are today. No, not not that we're there. But I mean, it would be good to because people people even think it's not a true statement. But hey, maybe if we don't talk about it, you know, it, it goes away on its own. Sure. So people think yeah, like Pennywise. That. Yeah. <laughs> but, but see that. But even that that could be a children's book in of itself. Like there's some people that are black. There's some people that are as, are white. There's some people that are Asian. And then and then at the but end you kinda, say. But then you could say, but what? what if we what what if we go beyond this? What if we just say we're human? And it shows human. And you could even t- help see, to I think, drop the seeds in their heads around. A, human but it's almost like you, what's most important that is that's a good part but i think they're gonna see throughout the book oh black white that's they're gonna think that's a real thing instead of saying that's not even a real thing i mean it's like if you show them like trolls and goblins <laughs> and then you say they don't exist in the end they're like yes they do you showed me this through the whole book trolls and goblins are real <laughs> yeah i'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> See, said, Harry Potter is real. I saw Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell you about that. What if what if we just said they're living creatures? <laughs> they're not so going to care about that. Really they're like them. a troll is a troll and a goblin is a goblin. You <laughs> said it. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna. Kids will know that. That's why I say to do it now is you got to be very careful how you plant okay. things because because I know race is fake. Like I like I would I would structure it as. This fake thing is making people do bad stuff, you know. But that's you, are, you that's proudly represent your fake blackness. Then I mean, whether you like, <laughs> I mean, you mean that that's so know, challenging that's really about this about society. It. It's like it's fake, but it's I'm proud fake. to be black, right? Like I'm so, proud of that fake. So are you oh, you know what it is? I'm proud of my wizarding house. I mean, yeah, like, oh, I'm proud of my fake wizarding house that doesn't exist. <laughs> it's just like that. It's exactly so. It's like that. So that's you're proudly slithering. A slithering, yeah. Like the snake that I belong to. Facts. <laughs> That's a sad you know world. This <laughs> bad world. <laughs> Snakes have no, they just slither on their belly. Yeah, it's very slithered. sad. That's very sad though. Yep. Shout out to Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. My heart would be Gryffindor, but yeah. You know. Yeah, see, so you can be proud of something that's, but you can be proud of magic, and it doesn't have to be real. Like, you do magic every day when you use the bathroom. That's fine for you. What is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just saying, you could call anything magical and it doesn't exist. See, that's why we still that's talk about saying. it on the show. Okay, well. We're, we have to talk about we're, what? We're, let's wrap it up. So ultimately, oh, okay. you say no, and I. Yeah, I, I think it's too early to teach it in pre-K. I mean, interesting. I would say, okay. I mean, I know you don't like high school, but. I, I would say well, you got to sprinkle. Like, Jesus, that's such a long I would say we sprinkle. Wait someone's 14. So you know what, I, what I'd want to start teaching is I'd actually go the opposite. I'd want to start teaching that race is fake. Like, I would go against this whole thing. Like, you know that thing they call race? It's fake, and they're using it to oppress I you. I wish people could see your eyes right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> they're using this fake thing to oppress you. Is that good? Get your life together. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I might raise, like, I wouldn't want to, but they might be anarchists. So you would, you would, you would have <laughs> like, a shirt that would cool. say, race or wizard, you choose. Like, <laughs> 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 that's, that's good. You can't, but can you choose a realm too that you oh, live in God. that you belong to? You could belong to different realms, right? So that's that's so the thing. All it is is just fake yeah. nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> It's a social I mean, contract. Why do we stop whole there? Life, so people are gonna just jump off bridges and keep going. No, because you belong like, to a county, you belong to a town. You should have a realm. Just foolishness. <laughs> foolishness. If you're from the flying realm, I mean, oh god, yeah, that's that's where you belong to. I'm so to. tired of your foolishness. You could be Asgardian. I don't oh, know. Oh god, help me. There's different things. There's a lot of see how there's there's all these different constructs. So that that's exist? where we're ending. We're saying you could have a race, or you could be Asgardian. So <laughs> pick your yeah. pick your I mean, dealer's yeah, you, choice, guys. Dealer's yeah, it choice. Is, but I mean, one is cooler than the other, right? I don't know. Which is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will, I should have to we say will it. leave that for the audience. Yeah, which they is can cooler decide. That's the scenario. <laughs> You are a mess. It's an interesting discussion when you think about it, right? We are at that time again. Thank God. It is coming to the end of our 289th episode of Woke and Free. Quite the episode discussing what is critical race theory about. Khalil, what do folks need to do now? Come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along with the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, we definitely are taking considerations. Uh, please share your story on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N. F-R-E-E.com on social again you can always find us on Facebook Instagram Twitter YouTube TikTok Pinterest and LinkedIn at Woken Free and all sponsorship and collaboration queries should be directed to our contact us page at WokenFree.com if you didn't already subscribe please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays remember Woken Free is more than a podcast it is a way of life until next time